following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. To my sister, having a shoulder to lean on, an air to cry to, and someone to call when you have pure joy or to spill your madness that you're dealing with during the week. It's just simply priceless. Having a sister, it matters. It makes your world so much better. And finding that you want to be somebody's sister and have that relationship and help other women rise to the top, girl, we got this. I thank you for giving yourself to all these other incredible women supporting us, supporting you. We're going to rise together. That's why we have our sisterhood tribe to turn to whenever we need them. Side by side or miles apart, we're all sisters connected by the heart. Sis, I got to talk to one of my dearly beloved sisters, Jocelyn Cruz. Ladies, I fell in love with her through my best friend. And when I tell you you're going to fall in love with her girl. She will change your life. Jocelyn Cruz. She is a doula. She is a pole instructor. And girl, she's going to tell you the power of your pussy. Hi, I'm sports broadcaster Anne-Marie Anderson. I'm Olympian Holly McPeak. We're both former athletes, businesswomen, and mothers, and we want to help you create the life you want using sports like a boss. Whether you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or parent, we want to help you get to where you want to be. Well, good, because I either got too many kids or I'm overscheduled, overwhelmed. Honestly, Holly, half the time I feel like I'm screwing it up. Well, that's why we created this podcast to help get coaching, parenting, and the whole sports culture back on track. We've got a big network of people elite athletes like you, Holly, entertainers, experts. We're going to find out what works for them and what doesn't so that you handle sports like a boss. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Sisters, I have one of my favorite sisters here in the room today. Her name is Jocelyn Cruz. What up, Joss? I love you. Ladies, let me just tell you, the day I met this woman, I was just like, holy sh**. Literally, because she was amazing in like so many freaking ways. So Jocelyn, (laughs) I got to tell you guys about her. She's a doula, which is hands down one of the most incredible jobs ever in life. So thank you for doing that for women. Uh, She is a pole instructor. Yes, Yes, you heard that right. A pole (laughs) instructor. When I tell you she is the most freeing woman I've ever met, it's so it's it empowered me to be free. Uh, Jocelyn is that girl. Oh, I love you. And to be honest with you, Jocelyn is also she's a spiritual maven. Like she's spiritually so in tuned with herself, and she can tell you your life story in one minute. All you need is your date of birth and your time. <laughs> and the coordinates. I'll try to break it down. Yeah. Yes. Let me star stalk you. Yes. So Jocelyn is a woman of many incredible things that all literally relate back to a woman. She is an incredible woman in her own. She is honestly one of those women that you meet and you're just like, who are you? That's how I met when I met you. Aww. I met Jocelyn through one of my best friends, Cody Cabral, and Cody has incredible women around her. And I was just like, yo, who is Jocelyn? 
She, I have to say, Cody does such an amazing job of bringing all the most phenomenal people together. She, she is Which, such a special gem. Doesn't speak so much of her. She's, oh, I, I love her. And I felt the same. When I met you, I'm like, oh, first of all, Letitia and I are very similar. We're <laughs> both Aquarius, Scorpio moon. So astrologically, we're variants. Okay, but can, one you just, another. can you just like do like a low key rundown of the people who don't know about Aquarius, Scorpio moon? What are oof, we like? Because she told me my whole life, guys, I'm telling you when I met we're, her. We're an interesting mix. Um, one thing, so Aquarius and Scorpio are kind of similar in some senses in that they care about the world at large and like Scorpio is very much into leaving a legacy. Uh, Aquarius is humanitarian. So we feel very outwardly for people and um, the world at large. But to ourselves, we're so also Scorpio is kind of secretive and Aquarius won't open up necessarily mm-hmm. to a lot of people That's so there's true. a lot of depth to us we won't really show it though Amen. Um, Letitia was talking earlier about uh, being really strong and putting on this strong face but all the while on the inside I was kind of breaking down and that's like Aquarius. The yeah very Aquarius plus Scorpio moon. Scorpio moon is a water sign so it has to deal a lot with emotions and it's pretty all the water signs are deep, but Scorpio is very much like, let's go to the bottom of the well. Mm-hmm. So we will feel things extremely intensely. And your moon in astrology is your emotions and how you feel. So we'll feel very intensely. But then our sun sign, the Aquarius, is like, mm, nope, no feelings. What is emotion? <laughs> no emotion. So That's it's like me. this, it's, yeah, it's like this juxtaposition for us to navigate. <laughs> Which With I've that been working on, <laughs> dude, I, I kind of want to work on it, but I kind of enjoy like hiding my emotions sometimes. But then I want to tell them too at the same time to certain people, exactly. right? Like there are cer- for everybody. It's you. You don't open up to everybody, Mm-mm. and some things are just for yourself. Some things are private, and right. that's not bad or sneaky or anything. It's just. You got to check in with your star player. You, you the yeah. MVP, you, you the, the MVP, MVP, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, knowing like my chart off back, did you automatically know like we were gonna be cool? I need to. Uh, when I knew you were an Aquarius, yeah. yeah, and then so I also it's similar to astrology, but I read cards, yes. and I looked up Letitia's card right away. <laughs> She's one of the most powerful cards, which Ooh-hoo. makes sense. She's a total boss lady. She's the ace of spades. Ooh, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's that was the reading that I did for you about, or just yes. talking to you about yes, being the ace of spades. I remember. Yeah. Um, but then when I did your whole chart, whole chart, I was like, are we, are we the same person? Are we twin flames? Because I also think, so... I'm trying to remember her whole chart. I'm pretty sure your Venus is Aries and your Mars is Sagittarius because my Venus is Sagittarius and my Mars is Aries. So Letitia and I are super, super, super compatible. Super similar. connected. I love Thanks, her Moon. So much. Thanks, Sun. <laughs> so with saying that, do you like low-key already know if you're going to like mix with a woman or a man based on their charts? Yes. Men and women are a little bit different. Like, for instance, romantically, Taurus men for me are not good. Mm -hmm. But I have so many amazing Taurus women friends. So it just, like, it depends. Because, like, Aquarius likes freedom, right? And Taurus is very much, Taurus is the sign that rules possession. So sometimes 
they might, not necessarily, but they might be possessive. And that for an Aquarius is like, mm, 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 not that I'll work here, mm, baby. Yeah. That's so interesting. So, so, but definitely dudes immediately, like, I screen them hard. I'm like, oh, no. I need to look up a lot. Like, what is your moon in? How do you feel? Okay. How do you feel? What's your Venus? What is your love like? Are you like, a, ask your mom what time you were born? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Are they like, so, what the hell? Yeah. But then when I talk to them about they're like, this is cool. Um, <laughs> but the, so if they don't have the time, the only thing that gets lost is the rising sign, which like is important. But if I'm just breaking somebody down really quick... Sun, moon. So here's my top, I guess, five. Sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. I do want to know the rising. If I don't, I'm not super sweating it, but... You're totally going to be with the person if all the sun and moon and stars are aligned. Um, You going to try it? I'll give it a whirl. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens because as it turns out, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. We ain't messing with the tourists, though. I know that. No. I've learned. (laughs) Y'all are lovely, but not Mm -mm, for me. Not for Aquarius. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Let's talk about you being a doula. I think I actually looked into being a doula. I didn't uh, have confidence in myself to become a doula. I just thought I didn't have enough self-experience in life yet. What made you want to become a doula? Well, I had done... Hold on. Can we talk about what a doula is for some people that don't know what a doula is? Yes. So there's two different types. I'm a postpartum doula, so immediately following birth or um, immediately upon return from the hospital, however it happens, I work with the family to help them incorporate this new person because Mm -hmm. it turns out babies are a lot and it's life-changing. Yeah. Um, And then there's also birth doulas, so those are the women who assist the midwife and they assist you throughout the entire laboring process um, whether and even if you're in a hospital setting super important to have doulas because they're the buffer between you and the doctor I mean a laboring woman you have a lot to focus on right. yourself so you don't want to necessarily have to be the one discussing things with the doctor um, so the way I got into being a postpartum doula was for eight years, I had been working in childcare, and five of those years, I was a nanny. Um, and then I met this woman. I babysat her nieces, and she told me she was a postpartum doula. I didn't really know what that was, but I, I've worked a lot with babies, infants, not necessarily newborns. And so she got me into it. And then in 2015, I got trained, and then I did it for a couple years. That's and and so now cool. I do it. Yeah, now I do it like here and there for friends. I just had a friend who had a baby, so I got to spend. The whole first month with her and the new little person. That's so incredible. I think it's so cool how this woman came into your life by you nannying her child, right? Yeah, her nieces. Yeah, her nieces. And like brought brought you into this whole incredible world. Totally. Totally. That I didn't even know existed. And I feel like most people don't. It's kind of, especially in America, I feel like... um, a woman has a baby and it's just like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. How's the baby? And nobody really asks how she's doing mm-hmm. or how is the family doing? Right. How are you integrating this brand new addition that somebody who's completely dependent on you? Mothers are sleep deprived, just so everybody knows. Thank your mom. I encourage mm. everybody, thank your mom because it is so incredible the amount that 
they do and they give in the very beginning. So first of all, you live inside of your mother's body. She rearranges organs for you. She grows. Yeah, she grows a completely new organ. The placenta is an organ. So she grows that for for you. you, For you. Yeah. You live inside of her. She lets you come out of her body. However, that is whether it's vaginally, whether it's through her stomach, then she has to take care of you. If you're fortunate enough to have been breastfed, um, your mom is up, even if you're not breastfed and it's with a bottle, um, you're in in the first month, you're up every two to three hours for sure. Sometimes you'll get a four-hour stretch of sleep, very rarely. Wow. And especially like the first two weeks, babies do a lot of cluster feeding. So that means like every 30 to 45 minutes they're feeding. And so the whole, you know, you do want to sleep when your child sleeps. Yeah. Like that's that's the recommendation. Everybody's like, oh, sleep when the baby sleeps. And it's like... Yeah, but the baby might fall asleep while they're feeding. Then you have to put the baby to sleep. Then you have to get to sleep. And then you're up probably in like another 30 minutes. So even if the baby sleeps for like three hours, you're the mother and sometimes the father. (laughs) Usually the mother. um, (laughs) Shout out to you, dad. She's up. Yeah, like good dads. Bless them Mm because we need them. Uh, But moms, it's... Every time I do postpartum dual work, I'm totally humbled. And wow. I just profusely call my mother and thank her. Wow, mom, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Thank you, moms. Jocelyn's mom. And yeah, and uh, I and mean Steve's all mom. our moms. Steve, your mom's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know, how do you sit there with these mothers when they're going through the things how do you i know i know you i know that you're an emotional human being and you're very in tune with yourself turns out i got all the emotions girl (laughs) there's a lot of them (laughs) some of them run deep so how do you do this how do you how do you put push your emotions aside as a woman to help another woman so actually i feel like it's such a beautiful and vulnerable time um that it allows me to be emotional with them. Like, mm. use because women, just the way our brains are formed, we have so much emotional intelligence. Like, we are literally designed to connect. That's estrogen, our, our, one of our main hormones. Our, the first two years of our lives as, as little girls, our brains are just like washed in estrogen, which is communication and connection. Wow. So, it's a really powerful and special time for me to be able to talk to moms to ask her how her birth experience was what she thinks what she feels and connect like that and also another really cool thing about women is anytime we're together in a non-competitive setting um, we release oxytocin mm. so that's an that's an anti-stress hormone and like a love hormone that's so why like I feel when so we good cuddle with you. yeah right like any Honestly, that women are so important yeah. for each other because we're stress relieving and and it it creates this really loving bond so it's actually I, I, because I am emotional, it's nice for me to be able to be emotional with them. And then that a lot of times, I feel like a lot of times when we're kind of, quote unquote, given permission, right. then we'll open up more. So like when a, when a woman sees me like being soft or, or emotional, then she's like, oh, OK, I can do that, too. And you're OK. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's safe. super important. That's I mean, we're emotional beings. That is the paintbrush for this canvas, right, right is our emotions. Right. So it's like, 
whatever you want to do with it, however you want to feel, I think it's important to not get stuck in emotions and let them flow through. But if you're mad, if you're sad, that's okay. Yeah. That's, that happens. That's part of life. And you won't escape that. And you shouldn't have to feel like you have to right. escape that. It's right. like, no, let me explore this. Like, why is this happening? What is this? Jocelyn, you're just dropping so much knowledge right now. <laughs> and um, my mind is blown. How did you get here? Like, how did you... Scorpio moon girl. <laughs> I want to know everything. <laughs> Shout out to Scorpio freaking moon for Jocelyn Cruz. Because I'm sitting here just you like, wow, baby. You. you too, baby. But like, how did you get here? How did you say, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for women. This is how I want to live my life and help women. It's fortunately been just this beautiful unfolding of different circumstances. Ever since I was little, I loved kids and babies and so that being like my main source of income for my early 20s made sense Um, and when I started becoming interested in the postpartum doula work I kind of was over watching older kids because I was a nanny for this little boy from three months to five years and like even though it was beautiful I'm like "Uh, I really like babies so when I found this opportunity to work with babies I'm like oh my gosh I'm definitely going to do that what I didn't realize during the training, this woman said to the the instructor was like, if you're here to hold babies, you're in the wrong job. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, I just paid $500. So <laughs> what's the refund policy? <laughs> um, but it, it, being a postpartum doula, you actually work with mothers right. more. So you do help with babies. Right. Yeah, but you're really there to support her and to encourage her. Because for most women, there's been different um I guess, like a a poll, you know, like a Gallup poll or something. Right. Um, and that is when women feel the most insecure in their life is mm. becoming a mother because it, uh, for so many people, it's very foreign to I mean, have just, to take care of a newborn. It is a completely helpless right. human being. And you're like, oh, what do I like? What do I do? There's no I course. Yeah. You weren't taught this. Yeah. So being able to be there with women in that time um created really strong bonds for me a lot of my best friends now are mothers that I've worked with Mm, before so it was yeah it was like really beautiful to go from babies to becoming closer with women and when I was younger I had I I got bullied by girls and I always wanted girlfriends but I had this kind of um like push pull relationship right. with a lot I of women it. so I did it I also like didn't trust them because I had friends where I was friends with them and then we weren't friends and Were I didn't know girl? what I did I'm like yeah. what the hell did you like hang out with boys more because like they was a lot easier. of times yeah yeah, I yeah, was yeah, the same yeah. Way. I'm just same one way. of the guys but yeah. honestly and like I love you know and I, I loved women and I craved that feminine yes. energy but I'm like I never felt like I could really trust it um, so that being able to do this and 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 now I've met such beautiful people our friend Cody I met her oh my gosh 10 years ago um and and I feel like actually at that time like right when I moved to Los Angeles in 2009 that's when a lot of my relationships with women and like really understanding sisterhood that's when a lot of that started happening for me that's when you were feeling 
secure and full. More, yeah. There were certain women in my life at that point, right. and women that I was meeting, where I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can trust right. you, and you actually care about me, and you have no motive behind this." Oh, okay. it's genuine. Yeah, yeah. Which was new refreshing. For me. Yeah, yeah, refreshing and new. Yeah. I want to touch upon something that you stated, and you said when you were younger as a girl, you had issues finding girlfriends like hanging yeah. out with girls I had the same issue I was I was a boy growing up I literally just played basketball <laughs> with the boys and rode bikes I come from a family of five yeah. so I was with my brothers riding bikes me and my sisters were like all tomboys playing why do you think we struggled with this as young girls like do you think it's something society is it something you know based on family is it something based in school like why do we deal with this at such a young age uh, I do think it is society I think it's been passed down from our our mothers and our grandmothers. Um, so, like, tribally speaking, women used to all stay together. Men would go off hunting. Women would stay together. And so our main form of protection was connection and communication with each other, and that's what helped us be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, once tribes kind of, like, started spreading out and also, like, more patriarchal religions, when those started taking over, it spread people apart. And it it like caused division right. between women and and oh. yeah so certain certain things like that and I mean it's so, so deep it's been in that yeah. yeah and women now like we kind of compete with each other because also so like in this tribal setting everybody everybody in general we all want to be seen right mm-hmm. like every human wants yes. to be seen yes. For survival, when we were in tribes, you had to be seen because that's how you survived. If you were outside of the circle or if somebody didn't see you and something happened, nobody would know. So with this whole idea of us like wanting to be seen, now there's this kind of competitive mean girl thing going on where it's like, no, I want to be seen. No, I'm going to be seen. I'm going to be seen. And we feel like we have to fight each other when... When we come together, actually, and you had talked about this earlier, now women are coming together more, and it's super beautiful, and we're all like, oh, whoa, there is enough room for all of us to make it. It's better when we all make it. We don't have to compete. How do we change that, though? So, like, our youth, like, my nieces growing up, they're already that now. Imagine if we were, like, our now then. Like, imagine if we had sisterhood. When we were like eight, nine, ten in high school, middle school, you imagine like we'd already have like a female president, bro. Next level powerful. Like seriously. Yeah. How do we change that? Well, can we change it? I, I feel like it's on that way there. And yes, I I think a lot of it is being the example of it. Yes. 100%. And talking to younger girls and helping girls and women understand themselves for the most part i mean even men most of us we don't understand ourselves that we're not going to school and being taught like here's your biology and then here's your emotions this is how you're feeling and this is why we're we're never taught we're taught like plot this on this graph and x (laughs) is greater than y blah 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 like have not used yeah I have not used algebra since mm, i don't know have you ever used not since like 2003 dude bro ever Right? Why yeah. did we take chemistry and biology? I failed chemistry. I stopped going to that. I'm like, listen, at this point in the semester, I am not passing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm going to go Proton, home and sleep. Yeah. what? Oh, okay. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, I think, you're, I think you're right. I think the key to that is being a role model to these younger girls and showing them that we yeah. can all do this together. 
and you kill it. Yeah, and and telling them like when I found out that women when we hang out we release oxytocin i seek out women so often now i'm like i just want girlfriends like i moved to hawaii in 2017 and i'm like my goal my mission is to connect with women and like i desire a romantic partner and i love them but my number one is finding women because you need that community of women like because even in relationships i think we're fed a lot of misinformation about like your one will be everything for you and it'll be your love and your friendship and this and that and it's like at best and i love men but at best he's probably going to fill you up like 40 percent of what you need to be Mm -hmm. from relationships anyways because you do have to fill up your own cup first right and then the other 60 percent is from your girlfriends because we are different like women the way our brains are formed, we're more emotionally intelligent because we had to figure out how to communicate. Yeah. Like, so in utero, um, babies all start out the same. I think it's something at like, it's between like eight and 12 weeks where it's decided whether it's a boy or a girl. And once that happens, if there's, if it's a boy and testosterone starts flowing, it cuts off neurotransmitters for connection and communication. And it slates mm. them more towards action and aggression because they had to do that. Like that would have wow. been their role is that they would have had to um, defend and hunt for the tribe and women. We would have had to be like, hey, how do we agreeably work through a lot of these things and like pick berries and, you know, do whatever. Right. Like we were more like holding down the fort while they were gone and so women since we don't have that testosterone we have more neurotransmitters for communication um our hippocampus is bigger than men's ladies are you listening to this there, let your so men listen to this too because yeah, men and women both need to hear this there's a great book it's called the female brain by luann brezadine i think it is mm-hmm. brezadine it's so good like it, i'm getting it, it. Will, oh my gosh and it's you will read through it so fast because it's so interesting like it just talks about oh my gosh and for sure men should read it too because it's like oh that makes sense why she kind of feels like like that that. or even Mm -hmm. like and our cycles too like oh women we need to know our cycles like it it is such a game changer to be like oh am i in my luteal phase right now Uh, okay yeah like we do need to know that yeah the only way i know about my cycle is if my mood changes yeah and I'm because it will because it will because all throughout the month if you look at like just google female hormones and it is no joke like a roller coaster of different hormones we have four i would say just to keep it simple like four basic ones um that are that have to do with our our menstrual cycles um but you watch those shift and they affect different things so like in the beginning of your cycle so period day one to like when you ovulate around day 14 15 your estrogen is increasing so you'll start to feel better at that time so guys boyfriend come over then yeah but Please also only. but also be careful wrap it up because <laughs> <laughs> mama's fertile and then and then towards the second oh, half yeah. so yeah so like that's your follicular phase right then the second half of your cycle your luteal phase um estrogen drops progesterone starts to rise so sometimes progesterone can be this kind of like stress relieving hormones other times it's not other times mm. it's like everybody get the f- 
fuck out of my way. Yes. I'm going to do what I need to do. Yes. I'm not caring too much about people's feelings. And also with that drop of estrogen, serotonin drops. So you're wow. not going to be as happy, which is fine. Like, So guys, we're not crazy. No, we're not crazy. We're not crazy. And it's not like this total free pass to be like, oh, I'm going to be a raging bitch the second half of my cycle. <laughs> yeah. But it is like when you understand that, like I then used you to, get it. I've told all my boyfriends have known and I used to live with my boyfriend and his brother and I would tell him and be like, listen, I'm going to start my period on this day. And they'd be like, all right, I'm going to tread lightly. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, smart, but sir. It. But they, they get it, right? It. And that's helpful to them, yes. right? Because like... The they thing, get it. Yeah, like we're not complete enigmas. And the thing is, men do want to understand us. Yes. So if you give them like... Just tell men. Put it out They'll, on the table. Yeah, just be Give like, this is them. what it is. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, make it easy for both of you guys. Because it will. Yeah. It does make relationships better, for sure. That is, like, key. I need to start doing that yeah. in my next relationship. Uh, yeah. It, it'll, it'll be a game changer. And also, like, so again, with that uh, estrogen drop and serotonin drop, um, you're more susceptible to physical pain, too. So that's, like, knowing yourself enough during these times to, like, Alter your workouts, right. alter what you're eating, That's alter so true. what you're doing. You know, when I tore my ACL, the first question they asked me is, are you on your period? Mm-hmm. That was the first thing. And I'm like, why is he asking me this? I'm in so much pain, bro. And now I get it. You know, it's because of all these cycles and yeah. all these different parts of our body yeah. that we don't really know. No. Because I like even in yeah like in sex ed I'm like wait what was I taught it was kind of especially I feel like for girls it's like oh you're gonna bleed once a month here's a tampon here's here's (laughs) a pad Mm, good luck girlfriend you know and then it's like wait like for so there's so many things about my body that I didn't know until I'm 32 and Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Until like four years ago, certain things were like last year. That's what I'm learning right now with you. Some things. What? It's so wild. But I have to lead into who you are becoming as a 32 year old (laughs) woman. Guys, she is becoming a pole instructor. When I tell you, Jocelyn is one of the most in touch women with her sexuality and her femininity. It actually is inspiring to me. I'll never forget when we were at the beach and Jocelyn was just naked, (laughs) naked ass, running all over the beach. And I was like, what the f***? Because this was like one of the first times I actually met her physically in person hanging out. And I was just like, Yeah, I met 12 people that weekend probably that saw me naked more than... But as I sat there watching her pretty ass run all in the ocean, I was just like, how dope would it feel just to feel so free? Like, Justin has no worries or no concerns. It feels good. It's so dope. And now it made me understand nude beaches more and it made me understand how to feel free. And I think you taking this pole instructor class is another piece of your sexuality and feeling free and liberating tell us about this pole class girl that's all those shoes those eight inch shoes yeah i just came from two and a half hours of pole um wow. going back for another two hours after this okay girl um i so again like just all things women i i love women i think we're again i love men but i think we're just the most fascinating and divine creatures just look at women you know what i mean like you look at women you're like whoa we are so beautiful um so i am trained through a i wonder if practice is the right word practice called s factor Mm -hmm. so it's it is pole dancing what i really love about it though is they incorporate more than just sexuality our sexuality is super important because it's so much of us like women all of us all of us are erotic creatures that's how we got here right 
you know, people have sex. Um, and we live in such an interesting society that's overtly sexual, but it's also like, but reel that in. You know, like, you can be sexy, but if you but do it like this, Letitia, yeah. Mm, do that. Co- yeah, close your mm-hmm. legs, right? Like, mm-hmm. certain things like that. So... This practice um, is about getting in touch with your sexuality and your sensuality, but also your emotions, because women, highly emotional creatures, like, again, back to this female brain book, there's a part of our brain called the insula that's larger than than men's, and that's, like, the seat of self, and Mm -hmm. it helps you process gut feelings. So, like, we pick up on subtle nuances as women, like, watching people's faces, watching body language and stuff like that. So this type of dance really taps you into your sensuality your senses and your emotions and how do you move those emotions through Through. you to express them rather Ah. than like oh I feel sad like let me let me suppress this it's like you feel sad cool give me more of that move that through your body how does that feel what does that look like when you move it through your body i need to come to class oh you'll love it and the great thing about s factor too is there's no mirrors and it's all dimly lit because it really what we really want women to do is feel comfortable enough to open themselves up to explore their vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and explore themselves. And so you have the privacy to do that in these classes. Right now I'm taking classes that are like performer based too, just cause like I'm trying to be better, but S factor for me. I'm working on it, baby. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but S factor, I just, I, I love them so much. I mean, there's so many classes where I've just, cried the entire time wow you know and so many women there it's like i would venture to say like one woman at least one woman a class cries and what's great there is it's encouraged it's like yeah that's beautiful give me more of that rather than like society where it's like oh my god are you crying oh i feel uncomfortable she goes again or this or that or look down yeah yeah or like anger certain things like that it's like no no, that's how you feel yeah cool and obviously if everybody's safe and it's you know an okay environment explore it but that like that is part of all of us yeah we all need to be encouraged more to explore our emotions and even so like quote-unquote darker emotions like anger or sadness kind of get a bad rap but same with lighter emotions like has somebody ever been like okay Letizia you're laughing too loud you know and you kind of get shamed for like oh oh I I, okay so I shouldn't be this joyful yeah right sorry Sorry and for feeling. Yeah, joyful, yeah. Which is so exactly. crazy. It's when you so think about interesting. It. Like, we live in such an interesting society. Like, so many things are super great, but then other things are so backwards. And you're like, wait, what? We're so cool. We should just do more of the cool shit, guys. Bro, Joss, how did you get so in tune with yourself as a woman? Sexually, spiritually, physically, mentally? It's... What are two ways? What are two ways that you could help somebody? Two ways that I do now. as a daily practice are my movement so I dance um whether it's usually it's S factor, yeah, and and so like what else I'm trained to teach is called fluid feminine movement. Mm-hmm. So I'll go through like the whole warm up with myself, or I'll go through pieces of the warm up with myself. But I move my body, like I have to move, and breath for me is key now because so often you were talking about it earlier. Yes. Like I hold my breath and yes. I catch myself, and anytime I'm feeling stressed or something, now one of my practices is six deep breaths, um, like into your, so you breathe first into your stomach and you mm-hmm. let it then like fill up through your chest and exhale there was this Japanese study that they did um, and 
by doing these six deep breaths, you actually lower your blood pressure. Wow. So anytime I get like in my head, because also again, we're both Aquarius. Yes. So like Always I will head. What do you future mean? think and yeah, like tangentially think. Yes. Um, like I'll just go off on tangents and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I'm like, hold on, baby girl. Are you here right now? Yes. Are you okay? Yes. Breathe. Like get back into your body because so often we're out of our bodies. Completely out so, of our bodies. Yeah. So six deep breaths, ladies. I'm going to try yeah. that. And also like a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put one hand over my womb and then one hand over my heart because that also like that grounds you back into your body. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. This is all right. Wow. This is where I'm living right now. Yeah. Okay. And I'm okay. Yeah. Jocelyn, I think it's so incredible how you're so in tune with yourself and I wish I was so in tune with myself like you are. It it just is for all of us. Like it, we all have to learn it. Yeah, you know, because we're not taught that. No, and I'm looking at you right now, but I see a book beside you, <laughs> and it literally reads "Pussy." Guys. Yes, "Pussy: A Reclamation." Yeah, literally. Check what it the out. I got is this it. Book. I got it signed. <laughs> by the author. Hold on, let me read it to you guys. Jocelyn, your pussy is magical. XO Regina. <laughs> Regina, um, I did an S Factor retreat while I was in New York, and I, and she was there. I was like, will you sign my book? What? Is this just really just invigorating, empowering oh, the woman? Oh, man. It's uh, it, I like there are pieces that I don't necessarily agree with, right. but so much of this book is so good. Like um, one. Uh, so it's called Pussy a Reclamation. Chapter two is reclaiming pussy. So it's all about like you reclaiming your femininity and your sexual power and feeling comfortable in your sexuality because we are shamed so often yes. by society while simultaneously being told like be sexier. You know, so it's very confusing for us. So it is a lot of practices and rituals of That's how so crazy to, what you it, just said. It really is, right? I remember being in a relationship where I was supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be like the trophy. You're supposed to look yeah. beautiful all the time. But if I dressed too sexy, it was like, yeah. don't wear that. Oh, you're oh, you're don't being a that. whore? Yeah. yeah, you're being a whore. What? Other men are going to look at you. It, you can just see a little bit of my leg, bro. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. So it's like all these, all these little quote-unquote offenses right. affect us. And most of the time, we're so quick to just like brush them off because we're like, ah, eh, whatever. Like, yeah. don't sweat the small stuff, right. which is a good mentality. But it's also important to look at like, hey, why do I feel like this? Is this maybe because I was told this? Like, for me, one thing, and like, I have an amazing dad. I'm so fortunate. But I remember when I was going through puberty, I gained a little bit of weight and I was super young. I was probably like eight or nine. And so I started gaining more body weight mm -hmm. and I had like a, a little tummy. And um, he wanted to put me on a diet. And so now, like, I know I'm not fat. I know I'm not overweight or whatever. Right. But there's certain times, like, if I'm bloated or if if my stomach is sticking it's out off. a little, I'm like, yeah. oh, no, oh, no. And I'm trying to, like, tweak it and twerk it. And I'm like, what? wait, let me just love this. Just and, like, like you're let one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. Thank you. But, like, how crazy, yeah. right? That, our like, are... so, so many of us were like, wait, and especially with media now when women are targeted yeah. way more Way than any other too. human yeah that it's like don't ever have wrinkles be skinnier just this one pill will get you to look like this and it's drink like, this tea yeah lose weight yeah really and and i, I feel like women yeah are. like women we kind of i don't mean this in a negative way but like we're kind of pleasers and yeah. i feel like we're pleasers we because we're pleasers. because we're nurturers so by nature we're nurturers we nurture life right? right so we nurture everything we nurture relationships that's why a lot of us will stay in relationships that are not that good because we're like wait i can fix this yes. let me nurture it yes um 
Jocelyn. Now we just need to nurture ourselves. <laughs> and I need all of that. What you just told me, Jocelyn, I'm like, my mind is going like, what? But ladies, all I have to say is, girl, we got this. Yes. I mean, and we have to put in the work. Jocelyn is a prime example of putting in the work to becoming secure and safe in herself as a woman to have the strength to literally help women after giving birth as a doula, which is so inspiring to me. Whoa, women, we can do that. We like, can do that. that. And we have we women do. that are going to help us do that. Yeah. So our sisterhood is so strong. Yeah. And having the, the, the boldness, you have, you're so bold. And that's what I love about you and your courage to go get in touch with your body and go dance on a pole is so stunning and beautiful to me. Oh, it's so fun, ladies. And it's not something to be shunned upon. It's something to be proud of. And Jocelyn, thank you for shedding a light on pole instructing in a way as us women finding our femininity and being comfortable with ourselves. Right, yeah, our sexuality, because that's a large part of the feminine that's cut out is yeah. our sexuality. It's like, do the, like, be the mother and no. be the sweet little maiden virgin. There's so much more to and, us and yeah. to you and by you you define that to me, for me, as a Aww. friend. So I appreciate that. And I just want to say thank you so much for all you do for women. And for all the little I humans that you're ladies. helping bring into this world. And honestly, you are one of the most inspiring women I've ever met, hands down. And I wish that I can be half of the type of freedom. You oh, have woman. You have the type of freedom about you that I wish that I had. And maybe I'll read those books that you just recommended to me? They are they are helpful. Yes. And you got it in you. You're an Aquarius girl. Oh, yeah. We, 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 already, we already give very little f- <laughs> <laughs> So, Jazz, how does everybody stay up with you? Can they email you? Can they follow you on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram would be the best for right now. I have a course that's coming up. It's going to – I'm launching in the spring. It's called Know Thy Flow, and it's going to mm. be um, rituals and practices around getting you in touch with your feminine flow through your, through your menstrual cycle. Wow. So, like, we'll cover more more than just the menstrual cycle but that is like base level like just know yourself look at the biomarkers that your body's giving yes. you and you will like you'll understand yourself so much more and instagram instagram um one two three humblebee and also know thy flow know <laughs> thy flow dude i'm signing up for that course jocelyn thank you so much dude. Aww, thank, thank you, you for I being a woman's you. woman i love you more <laughs> oh man i love you we can so get up and hug <laughs> oh this makes me happy bro Hey, sis, thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe.